Welcome to Selective Hearing's year-end roundtable. This would technically be episode 26, I think. So yay for 26. Alright, uh, with me are most of the staff of Selective Hearing. One of, the, other, the other guys are out running marathons or, or living life and chasing ass. <laughs> Saving things from, from trees and yeah. burning buildings. Yeah, they're, they're doing heroic things. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I am the asshole who runs the site, Greg. You all know who I am. So, let's uh, go around the table and see who else is here. Let's start off with ladies. Uh, let's start with the newest member first. Hannah, what's up? Hey, this is Angry. How are you guys? We're okay. Yeah. <laughs> Does that count what, as an introduction? Uh, what What do you mostly write about, and when did you start with the site? Give a little uh, info. Um, I started with the site around October, and thus far I've only written one article, which is about J-Rock, but I'm mostly a J-Rock and J-Pop person. So that's going to be largely your focus, you'd say? Yep. That's a wide variety, though, now that I think about it. It is. <laughs> I think we, we all kind of have a wide variety. That's what we do, so. <laughs> Who's cool. next? Oh, Chima. Hi. The one and, and only. Chima. <laughs> yeah, the one and only Chima, first generation female of selective hearing. <laughs> so, yeah. I write about Hello Project, Hokago Princess, and many other idols that I take fantasy to. <laughs> legs on idols. Legs and ears, predominantly. Legs and ears on idols are good. Mm. I'll stop rambling now. Forehead is bad, right? No forehead. For, no, forehead is also good <laughs> okay. to a degree now. Okay. <laughs> I like that one forehead chicken SK48. Alright. Uh, let's let's move on to uh, the other, other manager, Taz. Hey, that's me. I'm Taz. That one zombie. I'm the most senior member of Selective Hearing, I believe. I've been yes. here since like I don't even remember at this point. Long time. Um, a long time. I've seen Greg grow into shrivel man into an asshole. So it's been great. Yeah. <laughs> um, I keep Greg balanced. I'm the hip hop urban dude on this site. Make sure Greg doesn't forget his roots. Uh, also writes about, <laughs> also write about K-pop once I'm on the site too. So, yeah, that's me, bro. And our friend Steve. That's me, and I <clears throat> guess my focus is mostly kind of more lesser known idol type stuff. But I do write about J-Rock and jazz and lots of other random things when they kind of come to mind. But uh, I'm sure most people probably seen my stuff out there and. Uh, I guess I'm the one that kind of tried to organize this podcast here, so I'll be trying to uh, kind of take the lead on some of the topics and stuff like that. We don't have too many topics because we don't want it to go too long, but it uh, should be pretty interesting today. So uh, if you guys want to kind of go to the first one, we can get started. Woo! Woo! 
<laughs> Lead us, oh Steve. Ow! All right. <laughs> All right. Um, well, the first one, uh, I guess, was just kind of to talk about your year in general, um, just more in terms of like events you attended, just kind of things that happened in your life, uh, you know, vacations you went on, uh, other projects you worked on outside of selective hearing, those kinds of things. So, um, so uh, for my year in review, um, I actually went to quite a few events this year, uh, definitely more than I did in 2013, even though I was only with the site for about half of 2013, and I did go to a couple events, uh, 2014 was just pretty much full. Um, first thing I did was uh, Japan Night in uh, March, I think it was, which was um, it's kind of a, a tour that they organize that goes around the country where there's like... Usually, any it's been going for many years. Usually, any anywhere between like four to seven like Japanese artists, uh, from rock to idols to punk to pretty much you name it. Uh, saw a lot of awesome acts there that I've wanted to see and found a couple that I didn't even know about. Um, so that was a good time. Uh, a couple months later, I did the Anime Central, uh, where I actually covered Wake Up Girls, which was a huge crazy thing after i posted the article i think it got like the the highest site page views or something like that greg did it yeah for a while yeah yeah so i mean i guess the the, their japanese management shared it and it just kind of went viral i guess with a bunch of the anime otaku (laughs) so uh, um i also saw angela at that at that convention they were awesome Got to interview Ayane a couple months later, who's been a favorite J-pop singer, anime singer of mine for well over a decade. Then, uh, let's see what else. Idol Matsuri was in June, which was insane. I was kind of part of organizing it. I was one of the head people of doing a lot of the marketing and setup and logistics and crazy stuff, which is the first time I've really had that kind of role in a convention, and it was insane. <laughs> uh if you think conventions kind of run themselves, which a lot of people think they do, they definitely don't. <laughs> There's a lot of people slaving away. But uh, that was awesome. Got to see a couple really cool idol groups and performers. I got to perform with an idol group there. I got to play with Rutist. I got to play guitar with them. Uh, so that was a really good experience. Yeah, check that out on YouTube, by the way. We have it posted there. Oh, yeah, that is on YouTube. and. Uh, I'm going to link it in my, my year-end article, which should be up pretty shortly as well. So it uh, should be all in there. Uh, in October, I got to see Shonen Knife, which is a favorite band of mine for many, many years since high school, I think. Um, I was going to go out to New York for a couple things later in the year, but it didn't really work out. Um, but uh, that was more or less my year-end review. Uh, if you guys want to kind of give your overview of this year, uh, somebody can take over. Uh, one of you ladies want to start? Uh, I'll, I'll start because mine's really boring. Um, <laughs> because let's just say I haven't really been into idols much this year. Um, apologies to all the idol fans. Um, but I've been most, <laughs> mostly focusing on university and stuff. Like From the beginning to the middle of the year, I was freaking out over starting my university term because it's my first year. So, yay. So I pretty much ignored idols that weren't Hokago Princess or Morning Musume for a very long time. Um, but for what I've done in university outside of writing for my blog and from Selective Hearing, um, 
I got to join the university newspaper, which I didn't expect to do at all because I wanted to work in TV instead, but I actually ended up writing again. But I'm really happy about that because it means I get a chance to start writing more. Um, so I'm actually really excited to write more in, ne in, ne in the next year coming, um, especially if it includes writing about film or TV because I really want to start reviewing films a little bit more because that's what I want to specialise in anyway when I'm a bit older, when I actually have a career. <laughs> um, what else? Yeah, that's pretty much really all that's happened. I've just pretty much been in university working and trying to pass my assignments and trying to get stuff out for the newspaper and whatnot. But, yeah, see, it's really boring what I've been doing. That's not boring. But I feel successful. <laughs> I feel successful. Right. I've survived 2014. Hmm? <laughs> College is pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, it is. It actually is. Um, I'm on a pretty fun course because I do creative writing and film studies. So yeah. I've got two things to work for, but they're both really fun because I get to watch a bunch of films in film studies and I get to write a bunch of crap in creative yeah. writing. So, yeah. On to the next person. Yeah, no. I guess I'll oh. start then. Oh, wait. Taz, do you want to go? I could go, yeah. Um, I didn't do many events this year. I did PAX Prime in 2014 uh, in Seattle. Oh, nice. good. I live here, so it's like, I yeah. could just catch a bus. Um, I've been, it's been my third one now, and the lure of, oh man, there's so many games to play, it's kind of worn off. So I use it to just socialize with people. I hang out with people that I've met from past packs. We just get together, play board games all day, and drink and go to panels and have a good good time. And in, ter in terms of projects, things outside of select hearing, I've started started streaming video games. Games and rap streaming on Hitbox TV. I play a rap album every week as I play games and we talk about it. And so I'm I took a little hiatus because work is caught up a little bit, but I plan on starting that up next week uh i there's no real rhyme or reason to what albums i play just whatever i it, actually it's the last minute a lot of it is like oh crap uh <laughs> kanye album let's go and then <laughs> and there's stuff i can always talk about there so I, that's pro that's probably the biggest project i have outside of South is the game and rap stream hitbox.tv slash that one's on you can find me there i did not even know about that that's cool though that's cool. I'll probably start tuning into that. Yeah. Tuesday, 7.30 Pacific Standard Time. <laughs> Next week, I plug it away. <laughs> cool. That's it for me. Cool. All right. Okay, so I guess I'll go. Um, this year was really packed with a lot of Japanese things. I think it's because of that investment program that they announced earlier this year, but a lot of people have been crossing over, so I got to go to most of them. I actually met Greg at the Morning Musume one, which was pretty hilarious, because yep. I didn't recognize him at first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that but, was awesome. Yeah. Dave was like, don't you know him? He's technically your boss. <laughs> 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 but, yeah, 
other than that, it was really fun getting to meet everyone offline for once and getting to see a lot of idol groups. Um, predominantly, it was mostly people like Baby Metal or Perfume or whatnot, but interesting crowds showed up, so I think that was the most fun. Other than that, this year has been kind of crazy. Um, a lot of good music releases have been coming out, so I've been trying to keep afloat of all those. And doing that is kind of tough when every month has like 20 really good albums come out, but good times. <laughs> so that's it for my year. Hmm. I guess I have the longest one. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Uh, that's funny. Let's see. In uh, May, I went to Japan again uh, for first set of AKB 48 two shots for uh, Sugi no Ashiato. So mm -hmm. I did all those, and I posted all those on Facebook when I could. Uh, note to people who are going to Japan for this next set of two shots. There is no cell phone reception when there's like 10,000 people in the same place. So... <laughs> Uh, don't try posting your pictures at the same time. Let me post my pictures first. <laughs> should we just have a mega yeah. post if we go in December together? Yes, we should. <laughs> um, yeah, so I did that. I was only in Japan for a week. Because uh, it was uh, just coming off of the uh, the handshakes from the year before. So, uh, Then... Uh, in October, Morning Masume in New York uh, was my first time in New York. So I didn't know what to expect, but I spent most of my time in Manhattan. Met a lot of cool people. Met uh, some old friends, some new friends. Uh, went to Hello Party. So <laughs> that was interesting. It was a bit, it's been a while since I've been to a Hello Party, so. Changed you, didn't you go to SakuraCon one or something like that? Uh, I went to the very first one at AX 2009. I went to the ah. SakuraCon one, and then I haven't gone since until New York. Because I didn't want to go in the middle of the woods in New Jersey to see Barry's Cobble. So that... <laughs> <laughs> it, it literally was in the middle of the woods. <laughs> yeah. That was something else. Uh, then November was Perfume, where I met up with the AKB Soul Call Club. So, what's up to all of you? And, yeah, Perfume was a blast, even though I couldn't see shit. Uh, <laughs> I spent most of my time uh, watching the concert through other people's phones. So, <laughs> uh. And uh, pissing off other people because they thought I'd jump in front of them, but... No. <laughs> so, yeah, that, that was interesting. I also got in a bit of trouble with Universal because of that concert, because I released a set list early. So, oh, wow. uh, what's uh, early? Uh, before the New York concert. Oh, okay. They had the weirdest publication rules, like yeah. ever. I remember the Guardian was like really pissed off that they weren't allowed to take photos at the Baby Meadow concert or something. Yeah, and I was like, who the hell denies? The largest right. London publication ever. Oh my god! Like photo rights. But Japan. Yeah. That's, Japan. That's Japan. <laughs> yeah. You you learn quickly that J Japan doesn't quite understand uh, American mm -hmm. media. So. Yep. <laughs> British <Western> media. 
Western media in general. Yeah. Yeah, basically. But yeah, I got in a bit of trouble with Universal, but that was smoothed over, so uh, we're still good. (laughs) (laughs) You're good. Uh, Yeah, that that basically was my year. Cool. Yay! All right, well, uh, I think the next thing we wanted to move on to was just kind of... um, uh, you know, Hannah already did kind of mention like how many music releases and stuff like that. And on the site, we all kind of write our own, you know, year end music kind of recap or kind of, you know, highlights and stuff like that. And I guess we could go over kind of verbally just some of the things that will be in our year end articles or maybe already are if you've already posted yours. Just kind of like the absolute highlights for the year for you as far as music releases. You don't have to talk a whole lot about them, but because, you know, especially if you're going to write about them later. But um, just kind of give a quick overview of, you know, what what releases you think stood out a lot and just kind of go over them real quick. Somebody else want to start? Let's have Toss start. There you go. <laughs> oh, okay, sure. Give me my corner. All right, that's cool. Um, as of this recording, I actually have not listened to everything I wanted to listen to yet. I'm just, I'm kind of lazy, honestly. It's like when I, sometimes when like something comes out, I, I'm jumping on it. But most of the time, I just like to wait for the hype to die down a little bit so I can digest it on my own. Uh. That's that true. being that being said, I jumped on FX's Red Light album almost immediately. I I really enjoyed that album, top to bottom. Um, my favorite song off that album is All Night, produced by Teddy Riley. Who? What the hell, right? Teddy um, Riley again in K-pop? Yeah, yeah, but this time it's Wait, good. Which song was that? <laughs> All Night. All Night. Yeah. So you didn't like the first two? I really like the first two. I didn't, uh, I didn't, I thought they were, I, I just like shrugged my shoulders, I was like, ah, alright, <laughs> <laughs> grab a check, that's cool, but, uh, <laughs> All Night, it was actually a solid production by him, and Red Light as a whole, I really enjoyed, um, K-pop this year has been real, just mediocre, I don't know, man, just like, alright, yeah. that's cool, I just, there's, just nothing's grabbing me, other than that Red Light album, honestly, <laughs> and, um, Although no wait, the, the those rogue IU releases, like she did some collaborations. I thought those were good too. But other than that, it's just a whole 2014 just meh for K-pop. Yeah. Um, hip-hop wise, oops, sorry. I there's a lot of stuff I actually enjoyed. Uh, I wrote about Ca- Big Crits Catalactica. I wrote a review on that on the site. I really that's one of my favorite albums of the year. Um, I thought the Prime album, Royce 5'9", DJ Premier, that collaborative album was incredible. Uh, what else? The Roots, and then you shoot your cousin. There's a little more, it's like, they've started doing this avant-garde kind of thing, but I, I, I dug that album as well. Um, but there's still a few albums I haven't listened to yet of, as of this recording, so once I get to those, they might make it to my write-up this year. Um, and that's about it for my highlights, music-wise. Whoa. All right. Let, let's get to our British friend here. Oh, oh me? Yeah. <laughs> so that would be me then. Okay. Um, well, I haven't really listened to a lot of music this year um, because of the fact that I was so busy doing a lot of other things, like freaking out of university and whatnot. However, um, honestly, in terms of what did catch my attention... I'm going to say Bowie's Kobo actually did, and last year, 
absolutely hated them. Um, however, I think their music was a little bit better and a lot more diverse this year. So that really caught my attention. And again, this is their last year they're actually going to be around. So maybe that's why they got a little bit better for once. I don't know. Um, <laughs> but this is the best they've been since, I think, um, Hello in the Nauka. And that was the last song I really liked by them. Um, wow. That said, I, I did also like Morning Musume's releases, but they weren't, like, that great either. I liked them, but they're not the best. Um, I like Mikai Bijin especially. I think that was one of their best ones, so... Probably. It's because yeah, it wasn't that, done any anything wasn't done by Sunku on that one, that's why. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> probably. Yeah, I really like that one. Um so that song is probably one of the strongest of the year that I've actually listened to. Other than that, Hokago Princess. Um, they did really well this year, I think. In terms of songs, they had a pretty nice single release with Manatsuno Yolo no Yume. Um that's that's been my favorite release but that's because it's probably one of the only singles i've actually listened to in full other than morning musume so yeah i'm sorry for not listening to anything else but <laughs> i'm feeling I'm, I'm gonna have to look back at my own blog post to see what i have listened to this year because i literally forgotten the first half of the year <laughs> nice i only I only just remembered that Honor Arena went on hiatus from the entertainment industry again this year, so I'm gonna stop quietly in the corner after this happens because I've remembered that <laughs> happened. <laughs> there wasn't a lot in the beginning half, though. I think that's part of the problem. That's no, weird. I think so. it was the opposite for me, <laughs> but we'll get to that later. <laughs> no, there's been quite a few graduations this year, actually, um, or well, some graduations that have been sort of important. Then, then we had that horrible time in September, um, where we found out a few members of groups and such passed away. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was horrible. <laughs> I cried a lot in September. <laughs> I'm meant to be happy in September. Oh well. Well, not a lot. Yeah. No, basically, I don't remember much of this year in terms of music. Then again, AKB48 has been pretty forgetful. Yeah. Um, as per, yeah. for me. Um, and Monomus may have been alright. Those Cobra have been a bit better than they normally are. And Hokohago Princess just ruled my heart. Yeah. The, the end. The end. <laughs> the end. Ejul. All right, um, let's, let's move on to Hannah. So I guess, as I mentioned before, there were a lot of really good releases this year for me. Um, I actually thought that AKB was a little bit more interesting this year than they have been in a while because of their five releases, each one of them was in a different style. So that was very interesting. Like their election single was in a very, very different style than their spring single, which again was different from their fall single. So that was really interesting to listen to. And I think for a lot of the groups, you started to know a much more diverse set of instrumentals and arrangements. So I thought that was really interesting. And that occupied a lot of my time. Um, because trying to parse where every single reference is coming from was a little bit difficult, but 
Oh, well, that's what I get for following a group that has like 500 people in it. <laughs> <laughs> and other than that, it's also been a breakout year a lot for, I would say, not really indie, but non-mainstream artists in Japan have picked up a lot this year. So, of course, we already mentioned Omori and Goto, but there were other groups too, like Gesu no Kiwami Otome or... Akai Cohen actually got a nod, which was pretty interesting. And yeah, they're awesome. See, yeah, they were pretty good. <laughs> and people like Passkeed started gaining a lot of traction. So that was really is- interesting to listen to. But in terms of actual releases, I think it's going to be really difficult to list out who I thought was really good. Just because there's so many different people. I mean, Durin Gray just released another album, which means I had to listen to the entire thing before <laughs> judging whether or not I'm going to write off J-Metal entirely for the year. And of course, there was the Baby Metal release, which was very disappointing. But I guess I liked one of the new songs, so that was good. <laughs> but... I think I'd have to agree with Taz that K-pop was also very strange in that I feel like it's slowing down. Maybe it's because mm-hmm. Hallyu has been dying recently, but it was interesting to see that a lot of the stuff that I found really entertaining wasn't actually mainstream K-pop, but rather people who are usually off the beaten track. So that was... People like Soteji or FX is usually Isuman's very like, I want to experiment with anything kind of stuff. So FX was always really good. And IU turned into an actual artist for once. So that was also really good. But I had to catch up a lot. <laughs> so we'll see what ends up on my year end list. So I guess that's it for me. Mm. <laughs> I think I'm the last one then. Yep. Um, yeah, I, um, as usual, I guess, I've kind of narrowed my stuff down a lot. I'm really kind of particular when it comes to that. And, I mean, I usually just base it on, like, literally how how much I listen to that thing, you know, for how long of a period of time it, you know, stays on my playlist and how much of an impact it had in general just you know throughout the year and um some of the the things i think were the most stand out for me they're going to be covered very much in detail in my article was like uh dempagumi actually had two really good singles this year um the one especially right at the beginning of the year sakura apparition uh was phenomenal like all the b-sides were great and there's like seven b-sides so it was almost just kind of like a mini album that was all great but it was actually a single um i think idling neo had a really good release at the beginning of the year too that kind of uh they actually had the producer who basically made speed famous in the 90s like he brought back his kind of trademark style and used it for idling neo for you know and it just it works so well with them and uh just kind of brings back that nostalgic kind of 90s speed kind of feel to it and i just think it's really cool <laughs> something we haven't heard in a while um and uh i think uh 
Vanilla Beans had a pretty awesome year. I've, I got really into them as of last year. Wasn't quite sure what to expect from this year, but they've been pretty consistent, especially their single towards the beginning of the year. It's just like straight Motown 60s style. Oh, yeah. Really that fun, one was really, really good. cute. It's just really awesome single. Um, another one was uh, Endo My uh, Baby Love. It's kind of a weird uh, release. One that I, I've found through analyzing it is very uh, kind of almost anti-idol uh, because it's uh, she used to be an idol, but pretty much her whole time being an idol, you could tell she didn't really want to. She's just kind of doing it as a job because she was a musician. She played musical instruments. She was like the best singer in idling when she was in it. Uh, and this release just kind of has a lot of little things here and there in the PV and the song and the arrangement that really are kind of almost mocking of like idols. And I think it, it's fun anyway. It, it also kind of plays on a kind of a 60s Motown sound, but a little like heavier rock kind of thing. So um, I'm, I kind of wrote a lot about that in the in my article, which should be up pretty soon. Um, and for the last one for singles was uh, one that came out recently. Was a it's actually a digital only release by Chiaki, who is one of the girls from Triple A. Uh, she it's her first solo venture, and they actually made it as a duet with a Vocaloid singer. Uh, it's the first time I've really heard Vocaloid and Human mixed that well, and the style is like awesome. Like I would say like early 2000s like akira style arrangement akira worked really heavy with hello project on stuff like deaf diva and just uh later minimony a lot of the kind of more electro r&b kind of hip-hop sounds that that hello project did during that period it, it kind of brings back that type of sound which i haven't heard in a while so i really like that um other things with albums i had a really hard time kind of thinking about albums because I listened to a ton of albums this year and it's just nothing really kind of won me over that much. Um, I usually try to pick like five singles, five albums. I couldn't even find five albums that I actually liked. Um, and I did kind of do a lot of catching up the last uh, few weeks or so, just kind of getting to all the stuff that I wanted to listen to for a long time, but never did like TOZ said he kind of wanted to, but, um, for albums, I think I found, uh, Idling's album early in the year was pretty good, especially if you're not really a fan who follows them a lot, because it had some re-recordings and stuff, which to people who've already heard the song 200 times, it's not going to do anything. But uh, overall, it's a pretty good release. Um, Bis, uh, their last album was very good. Uh, it really kind of felt like a good end cap to their career for me, um, even though it wasn't their last release, because they had that last single kind of tacked on at the end. But uh, it was a really solid album, even though I did not like almost any of their output for singles uh, throughout the, the year before it. Um, then the last ones were Yokoyama Rurika. Uh, her album released early in the year. It was just a really solid kind of almost like adult contemporary kind of folky rock album. Yeah, very non-idol, very mature, and just not at all what you would expect from an idol singer, and that really kind of had an impression on me. And she's got a lot of great producers, a lot of uh, Hyadain on there, and just uh, a good diverse kind of sound, but sticking with a more mature type feel. Um, and the last one is Goto Mariko, which I did a few a full uh, review a few weeks ago, maybe even a month ago now. 
that's up on the site is a, just a fantastic album all the way through. Not quite as good as a release from last year, but still in the current J-pop market, it's it's way up there. So that's kind of a general overview. Again, uh, my article should be up pretty soon that goes into a little more detail and has a lot of links and stuff like that. So that'll be up soon. And uh, I think that's it for the music then, right? Mm-hmm. Did or did Greg? No, Greg didn't do his, did he? Oh, mine's up on the site. You can read it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Smooth. Yep. The easy answer. Damn right. <laughs> Actually, before we move on, I'm curious if there's been like yeah. a most disappointing release from you guys. Like, at least for me, <laughs> the Wu Tang album is <laughs> underwhelming. Really? Yeah. That, I heard uh, that. Oh, man, I'm sad. Um,. So I'm curious if you guys have any like most disappointing or underwhelming releases this year. Oh, well, wow. with a lot of the good, you get a lot of the bad. Like Utara Hikaru's tribute album was terrible. I didn't even bother to listen to that. I saw oh. the I saw the artist listing. It's like nah. Yeah. Same here. That's kind of what I thought. Ah, no, I'll wait for the real thing. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One second. I need to see if the thing that I'm thinking of was released this year. Because then that could go on my disappointed list. I'm gonna see. I think it was. I'm hoping it was. So while Chima's bringing up her list, I'm gonna say most AKV stuff really disappointed me this year. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> I don't like, even need ones? to say that anymore. <laughs> but... <laughs> oh, you've never really liked their stuff, so that's a little I did bit in different. 2011, I I loved them, but. Okay. It just sounded, no. sounded like a, a very similar to last year's pattern of singles. Yeah. No, but I one think... I was thinking of wasn't it was released last year. So... Nope. Uh, what was it, it was by so the way? so disappointing and won this year. It was the morning Musume best of. I really hated that last year. That was oh, a oh, shit yeah. fucking album. I wish I'd never bought it. Really? <laughs> 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 uh, still, I got a nice clear file from it, so whatever. <laughs> <laughs> what was the most disappointing release? I want to say Smilage. Oh, the Smilage. Yeah, they're not Smilage anymore. They're Anger Me. <laughs> anger Me. <laughs> I still can't unsee that German Anger Me. Oh, There's anger. an umlaut somewhere in that uh, in that in that name. <laughs> I guess I'd have to say for me, uh, both of Idling's singles from this year were pretty bad especially just because i mean they've been consistent with since the beginning of their career i've literally liked every single they released up until this year and then they were all crap so it was just kind of a a big change for me um and i was really disappointed with uh sakura gakuin's album this year it was just really unimpressive and i mean their last three albums were all like really good uh consistently and the new ones just felt so bad in general i mean there was a bunch of rehashes and remixes of songs instead of actually having new songs which is yeah it was just not impressive at all so just in terms of things that i hoped would be good and weren't those were the biggest ones Mm. Um, it's good they they didn't uh (laughs) oh sorry go ahead (laughs) oh go ahead I was just going to say, it, it was kind of refreshing that they didn't have a bunch of baby metal junk on the album this time. They finally separated them from Sakura Gakuin, but uh, it's yeah. still just a horrible But then horrible baby album. metal's <laughs> album was also terribly disappointing. Well, isn't it just it a was, bunch of singles? But I almost, yeah, and like yeah. Three, three new songs. It was both Japanese albums here. 
so, bunch of I, I just I just didn't expect much from Baby Metal, so I can't say it was disappointing technically. But <laughs> well, if we're gonna go like... on that route, man, I'm saying fairies. Fairies album was pretty disappointing. Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was very disappointing. Yeah, go ahead. Did you Anna. like their new single? Yes, I did. Yeah, their latest single was pretty good, though. I thought that bling bling one. <laughs> yeah, but then the again, B side to like, that. that was me. Yeah. Those were pretty good. And then... Itano Tomomi's album was a very... Strange release. <laughs> she, she's just strange, period. Uh, she's taken a very interesting turn. And I want to see where she goes with it. Because Namiya Muro had a similar turn in the early 2000s. So... Yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> I think the difference is Namie can actually sing Itano yes. so much. <laughs> Namie cannot sing to save you hit her the life. Nail on the head. I beg well, to differ. Well, well if, if we're if we're doing like a relative comparison, I think Namie yes. has better vocals. <laughs> yes. I mean, she I, I, has a better vocal yeah. engineer. <laughs> if you actually hear her live, like I followed oh. her since two thousand. She- oh, she's horrible live. <laughs> yeah, she's terrible. She just has. But regardless, you know, if what we have better. to hear is the albums, then, <laughs> then yes. Yeah. The the end well, product really is, I guess, so. what matters. It could be worse. She could be a Yumi Hamasaki. So that. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> you mean post death year, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Uh, Ibiza Girl was a really bad song. <gasps> and MB48 oh. Ibiza Girl was so yeah. bad. I was just like, that I was terrible. I, was like uh, I, I couldn't sit through it all. I had to turn it off because it was so boring. The video was hilarious at the end, but <laughs> it was so I, boring. I didn't buy the douchey white guy getting all of them. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the douchey cheating white guy getting yes. every single one of them. It's That's very racist. <laughs> it's racist. <laughs> Where's the douchey Asian guy getting them? Yeah, most? man. <laughs> He's, he's that, that would hit the Woda power. too hard. It's it's too much of a mental Oh, it's too image. close. It's too close. <laughs> too close. That and Mystery Night, but Mystery Night was a really bad TV, so. <laughs> that was creepy to watch. Much, but... Huh? That was a creepy video to watch. They're just too young yeah, for that kind of crap. They they all look like they were scared. Yeah. Like really scared. Yeah. It's like all the all the all the staff were like leering at them or something like that. <laughs> Maybe this is why they changed their name to Anger Me. They, yeah. they, they're so angry because of that, that blasted single. So, with with the change to Anger Me, are they going to become baby metal clones? Is that... That's what everyone thinks. Apparently, one of their songs... Their image called... still just looks plain and boring as possible. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, one of their new songs is translated to Revenge of a Maiden, so who knows? What? That's not the worst thing. Okay, so I, I'm expecting Smilage versus Anthrax. That's going to be great. Yeah. <laughs> well, Momoriro is uh, going up against Kiss, so yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Gene Simmons say. needs money, that's why. Well, yes, of course. <laughs> Where's my corn collaborative album? That's what I want. Uh, with what? <laughs> I'm not sure yet. Corn and Death Rabbits. There you go. Sure. <laughs> oh. 
Well, I guess we can move on to the next thing and try to close this up here. Uh, the last thing uh, topic was uh, just kind of uh, what you're looking forward to in 2015, maybe some events you already know you're going to be going to, some things you might want to see, some releases you're looking forward to, projects you want to work on, stuff like that. So uh, whoever wants to start. I'll start. Those kind of not being there. Yes. I can't wait for them to not be there. <laughs> you sound so enthusiastic. So many people are going to hate me for this, but seriously, oh my god, they're going. Except Momochi. But oh god, I wish Momochi would go with them. Fuck. <laughs> me too. <laughs> seriously. Okay, no, I have been waiting for this since I made that random post saying I want them to graduate, let them graduate, and it's happening. You got happening. attacked by the internet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Totally. I don't care. Seriously. You were banned. Banned by Hello Online, weren't you? I think that's Twitter. That is a crowning Just achievement. No comments. <laughs> They've not banned me from their forum yet, though okay. that might happen soon. <laughs> With this going on, going this out soon. This whole probably... be edited, realize. <laughs> but no, seriously. Barry's Cobra leaving is going to just mean that there's something... They've got to actually do something with Hello Project now, but they've got, like, their lackey, lackey lagging group. I don't know. Their, I don't know how to say it. Um, their shit group going. Um, <laughs> What's the shit group? There is Kobo. Oh, okay. <laughs> they, they, I... uh, well, Helen Project's going to change anyway, isn't it? Sayumi's gone. Various Kobo are leaving. Um, so you, Kuto are probably going to go quickly after them. No. Who knows? And I don't want his name's going to change again. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it has to change. Oh, but they resurrected well, country girls. I don't understand. Country oh. Musume, now it's country girls. And also Angami's coming along as well. So hello project. <laughs> I'm waiting for him to change Juice Juice's name. Oh to God. what? I don't know. Who food, knows? Food. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly Juice they announced <laughs> I think they should do the the Prince Root, an unpronounceable symbol. <laughs> The group formerly known as Juice Juice? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would be epic. I would dig but, that, actually. No, I'm, I'm looking forward to Hello Project next year and just what what's going to happen to them because a lot of stuff is changing. They're getting rid of their old ladies and stuff and it's all turning into Lolita Central. Ah. Um, I wonder if they're going to debut a few more of their um, youngins from the eggs at all. I hope they do. They kind of need to. Didn't they, they have an some... influx of like new members though? There were four to Morning Musume. There were how many? Five to former Smilage? Because three, three I to hate their new name. Four to Angame. Um, three to Angame. Um, then they had Terms. the Country Girls edition. In it. Um, no, they need a soloist. They're missing a soloist. Yeah. <laughs> they really need a fucking soloist, please, and a good oh. one. Not a really shit one. No, so you don't want Momochi to go solo? No. Because <laughs> that's what's going to happen. She's going to get a solo career. And she's going to sing all those awful fucking songs that she does on the B-sides. Yeah. <laughs> you, you well, she'll get that? a soloist, but from like Momoiro Clover or something. Oh, which okay. is exactly the opposite. Oh, <laughs> oh God, no. I'm not going to no. get a solo. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's worse Please than Momochi, don't. man. Please no, <laughs> but no. I'm looking forward to Hello Project. 
project. I'm looking forward to Hokago Princess next year, but I look forward to everything they do in any year to come, really, because I I like them for some reason. Um, <laughs> what else am I looking forward to? I don't know. Um, university. University, no. that. Yes, I'm looking forward to that. Always looking forward to university. And the end of it for the first year. Woo, summer. Ha. Um, I'm looking forward to Nogizaka 46 next year, if I keep following them. Because oh, I have like them. I've not heard their new album, but I do like their current releases. It's just their first year that I fucking hated. But... <laughs> the I rest think everyone of it, hated their first year. <laughs> ah, well, from the backlash I got on YouTube, no. Lots of people loved them oh, in their yeah. first year. Seriously. That's gross, because everyone was like... Well, the ones that I talked to, there's like a divide between their first year releases, which were absolute terrible stuff. So atrocious. Yeah, and then their current releases, which actually sound pretty decent. <laughs> oh, I do look forward to the Hoopers' debut as well next year. Um, the Fudanjuku Brother Group. I look forward to what they're going to bring because we always need some more cross-dressing girls in the idol world <laughs> to fangirl over. <laughs> For people like me who ignore boy groups. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'm looking forward to that. And AKB48 as well, I guess. Because Paruru. I love Paruru. <laughs> I don't know. You like salt. <laughs> you love I like salt. salt. <laughs> I love the salt. <laughs> Salt on everything. <laughs> no, she's just my favorite. I hope she doesn't graduate anytime soon. I don't think she's going to graduate. <laughs> no, not yet. <laughs> Good. I'm, I'm looking forward to her never graduating ever. Like Momochi, <laughs> except I want her to graduate. <laughs> but yeah, those are what I'm looking forward to. Hello Project, Hokago Princess, and some of the 48s, and Nogizaka 46, and the Hoopers. So yeah. Hmm. Done. All right. I guess I can do my next. Um, I guess uh, in general, I just kind of. Uh, it seems like it's kind of dying down a bit, but I hope uh, at least a couple, you know, like Japanese artists I want to see do make it overseas again this year. Um, hopefully, conventions actually get some decent guests because this year for conventions was not so hot, especially like the major conventions. AX had crap and. Pretty much all the bigger conventions in America had nothing. Um, and uh, also, like, I hope stuff continues like last year, like um, even with some of the local venues around me, just because it's <clears throat> it's a lot more convenient to cover those events and stuff like that. And especially when there's, you know, big names coming out there, it's so much easier to not have to travel across the country just to cover a certain event or whatever, like Ayane came here and Wake Up Girls and all that stuff. So... I hope uh, local stuff around me continues to get good uh, guests this uh, coming year. Uh, I am uh, also happy to see berries go, uh, and a, a number of other groups. Actually, I'm just uh, in general, I'm happy to see the the idol industry kind of winding down a little bit, <clears throat> or the boom, I guess you might say. Uh, it just seems like. A lot of groups are disbanding. A lot of people are graduating. I kind of I wrote an article about that a couple months ago. How I just felt like this whole year has kind of been a winding down of certain things. They've been trying to push certain things overseas and overhype things, but in a bigger sense, I feel the industry's kind of 
losing its power, so to speak, in a certain way, marketing power, or again, just this, the, the boom seems to be settling down a bit. And I think it makes for better output, uh, potentially if there's just, if the industry is more concentrated on, you know, uh, giving more groups a chance instead of just the hey, AKB48 everywhere, all the time, everything, Momoro Clover, everything, like <clears throat> just kind of expanding the focus of the industry a little bit. But uh, hopefully we see a little more changes in that direction. Um, as far as, uh, I guess with my writing and stuff, um, I do kind of want to try to review a little more video games on the site. I know it's just kind of weird trying to figure out like, what to review, what might be appropriate to review. Um, I guess now with a partnership with Nihon Gogo, it, that opens it up a little bit more because they have a lot of video game stuff on there. Um, I'd also like to try to do more kind of collaborative stuff like I have with Chima in the past or, you know, just try to kind of get together with, right, get, to get together with other people and just kind of write a, a joint article or, you know, kind of a conversation, so to speak. Um, and, uh, I'd like to do a little more music reviews, uh, this year. I did so many events in 2014. It feels like I just, I wore myself out a lot and I, I didn't get to review some of the albums and singles that I wanted to. Um, at least my year end post is going to kind of talk about some of those things that I wanted to write about, but didn't get a chance to, but hopefully I'll be able to do more actual music reviews next year. So I guess that's my 2015 hopes. I'll definitely mm. write with you again, Steve. Don't worry. <laughs> Someday. We'll get there. Someday. Me, me and Hannah still need to live out the dream of um, doing collaboration posts on SH. Oh, yeah. yeah. We were supposed to do that. <laughs> it didn't happen. <laughs> okay, New, Year's it. <laughs> New Year's resolution. New Year's resolution. We'll be able Let's to review all it. the 2014 releases. Yeah. <laughs> relevant. Yeah. Yeah, relevant. Woo! I guess I'll go so next. Who's next? For okay. 2015. I want to see how AKB is going to change because there's definitely going to be some changes. Um, Aki P actually mentioned that he might do a mass graduation of some of the lesser members. So really? I want to oh, see how. Wow. Yeah. Because he actually was... mentioned that he was talking about. Basically, he was like, AKB has gotten very complacent. And yep. that's actually why he encouraged Takahashi to graduate. So even though their music style has changed like drastically in the past three years, I don't think he feels satisfied in how the girls are doing. So we're going to see some big upheavals there. And for Hello Project, everything's changing. I hope Sinku learns to stop being a control freak. And hopefully bring other people on, but I don't know how much of that is going to happen. He's recently started kind of doing that, I think, because he's so ill right now. So, um, and he's, I mean, Angami's first single is going to be done by someone else. So hopefully that brings good stuff, but (laughs) I don't know. I've learned to be distrustful. I mean, it's brought good stuff in the past. He's such a troll. (laughs) Yeah, because it could be Shinku under a different name. Yeah, oh, that is he brought good stuff like eleven years ago. 
so yeah it's i don't know it seems like in in most of hello project's history anytime that he was not at the helm they did some of their best stuff like bono was yeah. pretty much all out of his hands like all the kr and revolution the... with milky way and uh, Koharu. I, even though everybody I, hates her voice the music like, was much better Koharu. yeah the guy all who's the doing that, releases like... were good like the new anime singles done by Nakajima Takui um, for lyrics and composition and Suzuki Shinsuke for arrangement and stuff, so that's going to be interesting to listen to. Those could all be Sunku. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really hoping not. He's ghostwriting. If you hear, yeah, baby, and a whole bunch of other weird ad libs in the background, it's most likely him. <laughs> Actually, the thing that excites me the most is that it seems like. Hyadain is actually stepping back a lot from Momoiro Clover, which mm-hmm. has generally been correlated with them releasing much better stuff. So, like, Fifth Dimension was almost not by him. I think he only did two. And I think he's realized that that's actually a very good thing for them. So, it's going to continue. Maybe we'll see an album, and hopefully, it'll be just as good. I don't know, though. But as for I mean, the rest I, I of thought Jap- the releases this year were actually generally pretty good. Um, yeah, but yeah, it was mostly not. He's really him. gone away from them. Yeah, he yeah. he he did a couple with Dempagumi this year, but he he hasn't been doing that much producing in general. Yeah, actually, if I could take a stab at crack fiction, my idea of like really good stuff would be him starting to helm HKT or something, like all the stupid <laughs> lowly groups, because he does best with like lowly people. <laughs> I wouldn't but say we'll so. But. <laughs> no, like all of his stuff, all of his best works are basically Dempo anime stuff, which is basically right. lolly stuff. Doesn't like, mean only lollies can perform it, but <laughs> it's that not that only lollies can perform it, but like let's hope that he does more anime releases in the coming year. We'll see. Um beyond that, the rest of the industry seems to not being st- not be stagnant like i know from internal sources that a lot of the korean and japanese producers are starting to freak out because a lot of their older talent is dying like big bang is freaking out like crazy their management is just crying left and right so hopefully that's a good sign (laughs) so we'll see some change i don't know how much change will happen but at least it'll be change (laughs) yeah Who's next? I think Taz. That'd be me. Um, I'm really looking forward to what IU does next year in 2015. Because since, what, 2009, every odd year she would put out a full-length album. Get the marking behind that. And then every even year she would do like these little projects just to like, satisfy her creativity or whatever. And so I'm looking forward to seeing what she does, if she does anything. But I... If history repeats itself, then we're going to get another album from her. Um, I guess I'm more intrigued on what Girls' Generation is going to do in 2015. Yeah, without uh, Jessica. Yeah, without Jessica. Without Jessica. <laughs> Jessica um, I wasn't. I was actually kind of happy for Jessica, honestly. Yeah. Um. So I'm curious of what they'll do. They're like I seen like they were on tour recently, and there was. A there's a poster of them, and there's just the eight of them. So, like, they're starting to realize, oh, she's not going to be here again. So I, I'm curious what they do musically, even though they lost one of their more powerful, 
powerful voices in that group, so that'd be interesting to right. see. Um, at least in hip hop wise, Lupe Fiasco's album Tetsuo and Youth coming out in January. That's early. Uh, I know Ludacris has got an album out coming in like February, something like that. Um, seems like Kendrick is gonna put out an album next year, and that dude has been running the game in a way I haven't seen in quite some time. So that'd be fun. And for for the site itself, I've been working on this piece about rhythm for a while. I've just been letting it ruminate in my mind, but I do want to complete that sometime in 2015. Probably first quarter, hopefully. And um, events-wise, I do plan on going back to PAX Prime again, because it's just a fun time for me. Uh, part of me kind of wants to do SakuraCon, but they announced their musical guests so late that like either I commit and I get no one I care about, or if they announce someone I care about, I can't get a press pass. So I'm just kind of sitting on the fence for that one. Um, and that's it for me. Uh, I I'm just I'm also looking forward to just the random thing that would just catch my attention in 2015. Let me go, just make me stop in my tracks for a second. And go what? <laughs> either good or bad. I'm looking forward to those moments. Cool. Shit, I guess it's... So Greg's left. Yep. Me. Your turn. God damn it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> looking forward to... I guess uh, musically, uh, looking forward to seeing what happens with Morning Musume 1-5. <laughs> 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 I, I, I think the name change is fucking stupid, honestly. But... <laughs> as stupid yeah. as um, Angamese? <laughs> No, not as dumb as Anger Me, because Anger Me will be around for at least a year. Morning, Morning Musume, if, if by some weird circumstance they have to put 1.15.5 or something like that, they'll do it. But, uh, yeah, Morning Musume, I ha since I went to their concert, I got a little bit more interested in them post-Sayumi. So hopefully uh, they'll continue their hot streak. But uh, I don't know how long they can ride EDM for, because that, that wave is dying now, so I don't know yep. <laughs> exactly yeah. what sound they're going to grab onto. Like, I, I, I would find it funny if they became baby metal clones, but... I was going to uh, say, they're going to do metal. Because that is, that is the Death hot rabbits. wave in, uh, in idol music right now, is to incorporate hard rock and, and metal into right. your, your sounds, so... I mean, they could become hangry and angry part two, for all I know. But <laughs> yeah. uh, they had a terrible no, no, outfit, though. That's Anthony's yeah. job. But uh, yeah, Morning Musume. I hope they do well. I know a lot of people think I have ill will towards Hello Project, but that's more on the management side than the actual music. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I hope Bevy's Kobo do well for 2015. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Graduate. <laughs> graduate so hard. Um, <laughs> Uh, I too am looking forward to Barry's Kobo going away. Um, I think they're due. It's kind of sad that they're going out the same way Melon Can Envy did, uh, with a like right. a, a poof instead of a bang. But, right, exactly. But uh, sadly, Momochi will still be around, which really <laughs> pisses me off to no it's end. Like a bad nightmare. Because she is so <laughs> annoying. AKB, I guess I'm looking forward to taking more pictures with them. <laughs> <laughs> Even if there's a fucking table in the middle, I don't care. I mean, I know a lot of people get mad because it's not real two shots because you're not next to them, but if you're in a picture with an idol, you take it, right? 
So, <laughs> well, some of them have like started bringing some interesting things into the table. Yeah. I think. Like yeah, some Dawson. of them are bringing props, right? Yeah. Yeah, because you're allowed to bring props now to the two shot, which makes it yeah. infinitely better than before. Because you can do like hearts and stuff. <laughs> yeah, or or, or, you can, or like if they have like reindeer ears for Christmas, you can wear them and look like a goof. No. <laughs> Please do so. Uh, I, I don't know what they'll allow because I haven't seen the rules for the the six album yet. They they could remove the table all all together if they don't think anyone's going to stab anyone or saw someone's hand off again. But yeah, anything. But can uh, but I, I think. Uh, I think it's a two-shot regardless of whether it's a table or a plexiglass wall between you, right? So it's, it's <laughs> all good. Um, musically, I, I don't look forward to anything AKB-wise right now because <laughs> it really sounds all the same to me. So and I think, I I think their B-sides are sounding a lot better than their, their A-sides right now. So, That's true. Yeah. Uh, That's true for most idol groups. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm not looking forward to anything in K-pop because all the groups that I follow are no longer interesting. Well, then there's that group that had two members killed, right, in a car accident. Yeah, right. ladies' yeah. code. Yeah. 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 They were pretty good. Yeah. Were they? I never actually listened to their stuff. They, they were pretty. Yeah, they were I on a. They were on a good upswing before their accident. Okay. Now they're. Kind of like probably not going to be around anymore. Right. I never uh, listened to them before, honestly. And they're not what bad. I did hear from them after what happened, I was like, oh, they're actually really good. Oh, no, <laughs> I'm not here now. Shit. <laughs> well, it sounds pretty terrible, but the thing about most Korean and Japanese groups is that it's not very member dependent. So, whatever upswing they were on before will probably continue. Unless the fans turn their backs on them. Yeah, exactly. But I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> well, you know, there's it is the age of the hologram, so they could still have the original members. <laughs> oh, right, that's true. Yeah. No more holograms! Stop the hologram abuse! Yeah, we you could know, just if, turn, if... turn uh, Hatsune Miku into a dead member from a K-pop group. How oh, I, I'm, I'm waiting for the Hatsune Miku Tupac collaboration. I'm waiting for that. <laughs> That's gonna be epic. Word. Hell yeah! Yes. <laughs> you hear Hatsune epic. singing like California Love. And, like, <laughs> oh, this is a Roger. great idea. I don't know why you guys are joking. Oh, <laughs> uh, that, that, that will be epic. And then Michael Jackson in the background doing the backing vocals. I mean, there you go. Sweet. He's yeah. still making music with, with Akon yep. and Michael and uh, Justin Timberlake. Justin Everybody's Timberlake. doing music with Michael Jackson, man. Yeah, and then a Biggie Smalls hologram there, and it, it, be, <laughs> the circle of life would be complete. There you go. Oh yeah. They're turning Hyde into a freaking hologram, and I was like, "You guys need to stop milking dead people. <laughs> are there just not enough like?" Are they are they seriously doing that? Yeah, they're seriously turning Hyde what? into a goddamn hologram, and I was like, "Stop, <laughs> stop." That's so Half bad. of the stupid extra pan concert had. A picture of Hyde behind him. And I'm like, you guys have new members already. It's been 10 <laughs> years. Seriously. Ugh, Sweet. So 2015, Age the Hologram. I'm going to predict it right now. <laughs> oh, God, no. Oh, does this mean they're going to bring back that AKB48 member they generated? 
Yes. <laughs> yeah, right. That yeah. Name or whatever her name was. Now you're She's talking. coming back. Yeah. She's coming back. <laughs> Impossible. You already have her. We don't need another one. We, we always no, need no, more. No, she's going to be debut. Yeah. She's already just... been debut. She's going to re-debut. Really good song, <laughs> actually. I also look forward to actually like writing some shit, too, because I spent so much time on an airplane and in airports, so I didn't really have time to do a lot of stuff. <laughs> right. Yeah, I'm the same. I hope to write more for 2015, because I feel like I neglected you guys, and I love you guys, so I don't want to neglect you again. <laughs> well, you had a lot well, used on, to it. so ho hopefully you're a little more stable mm. now, and you know, kind of... Yeah, it's just getting get used to a to new environment. More. Right. Yeah. School first, get your education, get smart. I will, I will, I'll get very smart so that I can get money to go see my Aijamu in Japan. That's right. <laughs> you better, Gold. yeah, get, get, get that money before they retire. Yeah, right. Before everyone retires. Before everyone retires. Dude, it's gonna be like more than Musume, um, 33 before I get to go to Japan and there'll all be new new 10 year olds in there. Kudo Haruka at the helm. Oh man. Momochi oh, still in Country Girls. At the age of 49. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Gross. Watch AKB pull the plug and just destroy the industry. That'd be great. I'd be that would be hilarious. And then you can rise like a phoenix. See, this how it works. Nah, it's trickle-down idolnomics, basically. <laughs> yeah. There'll be another group to replace them. That's all. NAB48. We'll SK48. All of them. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> JPN48. Just go the whole country. It's gonna be Manila48, dammit. Manila. It's gonna be the age of the Filipina diva in Japan. That's... that's... Oh, yeah. gonna be <laughs> How many uh, half Pinos are there in AKB again? There's uh, there's quite a few. Yeah. I can't name them all, I only know Akimoto, but I, I do see some Filipino traits in some girls. Yeah. yeah. Uh, see, 2015 is the year where the Chinese pop artists come over to Japan and bring the Chinese wave. I'll be down. <laughs> right. Actually, I think... China's best vocalist is coming back, so I'm gonna see what she does. Yeah. Yeah. Alan? There was a uh, girl that Avex produced like a couple years ago, five years ago? Mm -hmm. And she left for China, terminated her contract with Avex, and started focusing more on her Chinese career, but of all the vocalists I know, she's probably number one. Because she has the most control over her vocal range. So her live performances actually end up being really good, but she said she was coming back to Japan. Nothing has happened thus far, but we'll see if she's actually being honest. Or something. That would be good. Because I, I thought you were talking about Jackie Chan for a minute there when you said- No! <laughs> greatest vocalist, I thought you were Jackie Chan. <laughs> Jackie Chan's internal. That's good. Come on man, Jackie Chan needs he's money to bail his son out of jail. <laughs> is he in jail? <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, his son is in jail again. Yeah. Wow. Jackie Chan collaboration with AKB48, anyone? There you go. Actually, Jet Li's daughter tried to get into SNH. <laughs> Poor girl. 
She got rejected. First round. They were like, no. Good, good for her. Good for her. You don't want to be in that group. Yeah. Oh, I actually they got, got attacked by it. I think, I think either their stage got attacked or some of the girls got attacked over like the Nanjing Massacre um, anniversary date. And I was like, I would not want to be in this group. Yeah. <laughs> right. SNH was cursed from day one. Uh, but yeah, that's, that's about all I have to look forward to in 2015 is just uh, continuing in year nine, doing a bunch of cool stuff. Hopefully you can afford to keep the, the site up. That kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think that's that probably about wrap it up. That's all the, the topics we had. And uh, yes, if nothing else, just look out for our uh, year-end articles that should be up soon if they're not already. Uh, it'll kind of be like a compendium to the music stuff we talked about here. Greg's is a commitment to everything that happens. 